There we go. It's the start of the Deanna Cruz Unfiltered Podcast. What up, what up? We got Tech Tom, uh, Nurse Cindy, Jeffsters handling some business. Uh, and we are officially all moved in, mostly unpacked. I came home today and I didn't feel like doing anything. And I told myself, just go through two boxes. So I did. And I threw those boxes out. One was a box with all these dresses that I had. I was like, just donate it, donate it, donate it. So I just got rid of a bunch of dresses. So if you see it at Goodwill and Ballard, they're from, they're mine. Uh, and then, um, the other one just had some random things in there. Uh, and again, I have so many shoes. Um, but it's getting there. It's getting there. And today I got like an, a mail confirmation saying like something was shipped from Texas. So I'm assuming that that is the part that's missing to my over the toilet, you know, um, a little like shelf thing that I have the storage unit. Um, because what you guys don't know is when we got off, uh, from recording last week, I was so excited. Oh, I'll just, I'm going to start working that unit above the toilet so I can get all my stuff in there. And it turns out the legs were too short. So I had to go back online. And this is after I was like, are you kidding me? I'm already trying to come up with scenarios. Like maybe I should buy a brick and put it on the brick. And, um, they, they sell leg extenders. So you basically like, um, put the legs in these extenders and it's like either three inches or four and a half inches and then problem is solved. But the other problem is that because of the pandemic, the company is closed. And so I don't know when these things are going to be shipped. So I'm uh, hoping that the email I got that something got shipped from Texas is that company. Cause I can't imagine. I'm like, what? I didn't buy anything online, you know, aside from those, you know, for the leg extenders so yes, let's yes. let's hope yep let's hope and then you said you took stuff to the uh goodwill um i wasn't aware goodwills are open like did you drop no i haven't yet i, I have it yeah. in a pile here i put it i have a plastic bag sitting on my floor a garbage bag with a bunch of clothes that i, I need to donate to goodwill so although my friend kendall i saw her over the fourth told me that they've reopened and i drove by there the other day i still didn't see that it was open but uh, unless they open like over the weekend or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a ghost town. When I drive by, it's a parking lot's completely empty on eighth or whatever. And so, right. Right. I'm curious, yeah. It makes sense that they wouldn't be open because clothing and, and that kind of retail is very difficult to, to manage because like record business, everybody's got to touch everything. So what's yeah. weirder is that they're not accepting furniture donations, but they are still accepting clothing donations. Really? So um, I, I think that doesn't make sense. It's yeah. a lot easier to clean off some furniture from covid then like i don't know like clothes are worn and whatever else so like yeah. that didn't really make sense to me but it's it sounds like there's just a handful of locations that are open for donations yep. and they're not taking furniture big stuff they're just taking clothes i mm. do have something on the goodwill thing um uh do you guys ever do like the boxed uh clothing delivery services stitch fix or any uh, yeah is that a yes? Well, we've talked we've we've talked about it. Yeah. So I found the new one a couple months ago that I was very excited about, uh, called Comma Vintage, and it supposedly is uh, sourced vintage clothing and vintage uh, things. They actually find them; they're guaranteed to be like not new, they're old or whatever. And the pictures they show on their Instagram are like these leather bomber jackets and these old band T-shirts, and I'm like, oh my god, this is incredible! And so you only can get I think three or four boxes a month. And it's 40 bucks instead of like stitches. Like I think it's like 20 bucks. So I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to sign up. I signed up months ago. I've been watching patiently. Well, I finally got my box in the mail. And uh, I, I was surprised, and, and maybe not a good way or whatever. So the stuff that they, they sourced for me, while it was old, was not spectacular at all. And um, I thought, okay, cool. So it's $40. That's my buy-in to get the box. And it's like, Stitcher, I got to go online and then pick which ones I want out of there. And they'll charge me, you know, 30 40 100 bucks, whatever it is. Nope. $40 is the, the whole box. I just own it. Right now, I've got three T-shirts, a button-down shirt, a comic book, and a postcard that came in this box. <laughs> And Wait a minute. So you pay forty bucks, yes. and you keep everything that's in this box, yes. regardless if it fits or not. Yes, and they do a pretty good job with sizing. I think everything fit reasonably well. To be honest, I didn't even try it on because one of the shirts was like a, a radio station shirt they like give away at their events or whatever from like oh, some I know station. About that. Yeah, from some station I don't even know, and it's like, and it wasn't even like a, a flattering shirt. It was like square cut and like had a stupid little logo in the center. I'm like, this is not something that's cool or whatever. Where was the station from? Was oh, it like man, Seattle I, or no? I don't think so. I, the, the box came from Massachusetts, I think, or something like that. <gasps> so I don't what think was I, it? I'll I'll look at it. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah. Will you wear or use anything in the box? Yeah. So I kept one shirt. I will keep one shirt because that's that was the coolest thing. But even looking through it, it's like some things are faded, some things are distressed. They even say that, oh, these are distressed items and they're going to be holes or worn. I'm like, yeah, that's part of the vintage and cool thing. But they got me like a denim button-up shirt or whatever. It has a freaking stain on it, like a big stain on the front. I'm like, no, this is not worn or distressed. This is a stain. And no, I'm not going to freaking yeah. wear this. But yeah, I was like daydreaming. I'm like, this... These freaking people, like, they're getting $40 per box, and somebody just went to Goodwill and loaded up a box for somebody. And wait a minute, wait a minute. So, so you don't get to send anything back? No, no, you don't. There's no, there's no returns. Oh my God. I want a picture of every single piece that you got. Yeah. Like, this is, why didn't you call us and put us on FaceTime? You uh, know that I love doing this stuff. Yeah. Because I was kind what of bummed. What is bummed. it called? Uh, comma Vintage is the name of it. And it's actually spelled it out C-O-M-M-A, Vintage. But if you look up all the online stuff, it looks incredible. Like, they do a great marketing campaign. You're like, this is incredible. So once I'll send And where you- did you see this? On Instagram? Or, like, where did you see it advertised? I think it was on some f- feed of, like, coolest men's crate thing. Crate Joy, I'm guessing, is one of those, like, aggregate sites that'll give you all the cool crate things you can get delivered to your house. And- oh, my God. I got to check this out. Comma Vintage. Yeah. And it's predominantly male. I don't think they have any female options or anything like that they say that obviously it can be work as unisex stuff but it's a preference thing but there's not like yeah, a- that's cool. you know what I'm, I'm gonna start with deanna vintage and send you some stuff that i'm trying to sell on poshmark for 40 dollars. <laughs> yeah. i'll send it to you no you just can't return it you keep all of it yeah. deanna vintage yeah, yeah that's what i'm gonna start somebody sent me a goodwill box for 40 bucks and now i have to be the one to either get rid of it or do something with <laughs> that's it. I'm like, bullshit dude <laughs> yeah and they sent me how many like how, how many total pieces did you get uh, three t-shirts, uh, one button-up shirt, like a denim shirt with a stain on it, uh, one comic book, like an old comic book, but I don't think, it, obviously it's not going to be something important because they can't give the important ones away or whatever. And then a, right. um, a postcard. They, they're supposed to include, like, they'll put, include, like, old beer coasters from, like, back in the day. Something vibey and interesting, which would be cool if it was the stuff I saw online, but this is not, not that at all. So I was like, holy crap, oh man, God. this is, I wanted so bad to do, like, an unboxing video and just kind of, like, have like a blind test between like here's the common vintage box and here's a box that I went and picked out from Goodwill. Like let's see if our guests you can should. tell the difference. Yeah. No, I got an idea. <laughs> you get a box from common vintage and I'll go to Goodwill and pick you out a few pieces. Yes. And then you tell me which one which one is uh is better. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll send some uh images of those uh goofy shirts or whatever, but 
Yeah, I was pretty bummed out. I kept one of them, and I like it. That's it's the one cool one out of the whole thing, in my opinion. But I want to know what radio station it is. Yeah. Which one was t-shirts from the radio station? Because listen, I remember working um, appearances, and it was a while because a lot of those t-shirts they were they were printed with the station's logos and stuff like that, but they were bought by or you know given to us as promotion, promotional items through a, um, a record label. So if you had, for example, Alicia Keys was coming out with a new album, we would somehow play with like whatever her latest release was and then make a shirt like that. And then, you know, um, so any, anyways, um, when people came to our appearances, they would love t-shirts. Like they were like, do you have any t-shirts? You have any t-shirts? And I like, I, I didn't get it cause I am not a t-shirt person. A matter of fact, I'm wearing a radio station t-shirt <laughs> right now. Um, and this is from the bull. But uh, it's a new one, and it just feels really soft, the quality, so I like it. Because I'm not a t-shirt person. Like, I can go to those events, and they'll be like, here's a free t-shirt. And I'll be like, I don't, I don't really care for it. <laughs> like, I don't want it. Yeah. But there are some people who are hardcore, like, I want the, you know, I want the t-shirt, you know? So, it's kind of funny. Yep. Yeah, I'll grab it. So, I, I think even though it came from Massachusetts was where it was shipped, the actual shirt itself may not be. Um, and uh, forgive me if I don't know much about this. Uh, it starts with a K. The letter station starts with a K. It's uh, like west west of the west Mississippi. Coast. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's definitely oh, okay. K something, and it's it's yeah something on that side. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just in- interested to see what it is. It could yeah. be like a just a station that's been around for a while, or a station that now flipped. Yep. You know, and that's something new, but like, um, you know, or somebody who just didn't want the t-shirt anymore, but that's Def- so funny. Definitely somebody who didn't want the t-shirt. It was probably a freebie thrown out to an event in like the nineties yeah. or whatever. And this person had it in their wardrobe, gave it to Goodwill. It cycled through some places. Then this person picks it up and puts it in a $40 box for me. I like my brother-in-law loves, you know, station t-shirts. So every time we'd get a new t-shirt, I'd always give it to him. So the last time I saw him when I was at his house, he had a hot 106, one of my old station t-shirts. And I'm like, you still have that? And he's like, yeah, man, I just I wear it to go to bed, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, like that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Cindy, are you still doing Stitch Fix or what? I am. I am. I'm realizing though, now that I'm like unpacking, putting things away, there are things I've been keeping that like I haven't worn yet or that like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I will wear. So I have to like see if I want to keep doing it or not. Cause I think I feel guilted into buying more when like, cause a lot of the time the things that I like are more expensive. If that's right. And then the ones that I don't, it's like by the time I think about returning it, it's like, well, then I lose this deal. So then I might keep more, but I feel like I'm keeping a lot, you know, a lot more than maybe I would buy. Right. So we'll see. I might just slow roll it and do it less often. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, don't you get to a point where you're just kind of like, I think I'm good. I don't need any more clothes. Yeah. I think I, I've gotten there as far as like business stuff. Um, yeah. but I can use some new. I don't know, going out and summer stuff. Why? We're all stuck at home. It's not like anybody. I know. I know. That's why I'm like, I might put it on pause for a little while. Yeah. 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 Um, So 4th of July was this past weekend. Did anybody do anything fun? Um, 
I know I stayed local. I stuck around here and did a lot more unpacking and stuff. But uh, I did on the fourth go over my friend Kendall's house, who is honestly like a mile from my new place. And uh, me and the guy I was dating just walked over there and we got there like, I don't know, 13, 14 minutes. It was kind of cool. I was like, I didn't know you were this close. I'm so happy. So she has a pool in the backyard. So that's what you'll probably find me this summer. Wow. I'm going to tag along. Yeah, that was like, it was just like an impromptu visit, but I I haven't seen her since uh, early March because I remember the last time I went over there was um, just like uh, she had made dinner for us and it was right before we went to Arizona. So that's how long it's been since I've like seen her. So I obviously saw her and hugged her really, really hard. Um, And then we ended up like ordering food from Bongo's. Have you ever gone Cuban restaurant? Yeah. My God, it was amazing. I was like, I want more. I want more. I devoured the sandwich. It was so good. So good. I can't believe I'm like, dude, you've been hiding out from me. Like nobody told me about this place. Bongo's is pretty good, but I don't know. It's good. I mean, they we ended up getting um, fried plantains and they were like, uh, I feel like they, we waited a little too long on the delivery. You know what I mean? Like it just didn't taste like that fresh and everything. It was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just got sandwiches, but it was, like I said, it was definitely worth it to me. Yeah. Their sandwiches are good. Yeah. Tom, did you end up doing anything for the fourth? Uh, I did. I just stayed home. Uh, I think uh, Jeff was out at an event. So I, uh, I grilled, grilled some hamburgers, grilled some hot dogs, made some food, watched some TV, worked on my room a little bit. Yeah. Just simple, simple stuff. I got uh, plenty of hamburgers and hot dogs left over. So I've been eating on those for two days. Oh my God. Yeah, that's good. Did you, um, how were the fireworks at where, you know, where you live? Were they nuts after like nine thirty? Yep. So I didn't see any, but I definitely heard them all night long up until maybe like 1130, 1145. And I was like, okay, then they finally kind of died down and stuff, but they were pretty intensive for a while. I didn't see any either. I just heard them. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like they need to like quiet down already. Yep. But, uh, yeah, it was nuts. So, um, Cindy, what did you do for the fourth? We saw some pretty epic fireworks. Um, I went to Belfair, Washington, which is on the hood canal. It's like, about an hour and a half away if you drive um, kind of like to people who aren't from here like us um, kind of by like Bremerton but deeper um, and uh, it was pretty cool like we saw some uh, it's uh, like all these houses on the Hood Canal um, and like almost every house is doing a fireworks show so you just mm-hmm. like uh, and the place we were staying is like um, my friend's family's house and they have like three or four houses on like right near each other, like a big family. And, um, and so that was kind of cool. People just walk. It's like, it's, it's like everybody just knows everybody there. And like kids are kind of running from this house to that house. And like everybody knows everybody. And, um, but yeah, it was really cool. Like, cause we were doing our own fireworks, but then, um, and by we, I mean, like, I was watching the guys do it, and I was really scared somebody was going to blow their hand up. Or, But uh, we were letting it um, right at the, at the waterfront of the house there. And then you could see across the water, like, 20 different houses doing it. And then, like, on this side, bunch, too. So that was pretty cool. I've never, like, been anywhere where you see something like that. But it was kind of funny. One of the kids was like, looks over and is like, 
do you think that this is bad for the environment? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Yep. I think it probably is. <laughs> like a little <laughs> yeah. kid, a little kid asked you this? Yeah, like she, she was probably like 10. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, me and one of the other uh, girls looked at each other and were like, yeah, it's probably very bad for the environment. <laughs> like, but it's just, and you know what's crazy too is just like, uh, fireworks and all, and these celebrations are like, are for the, you know, like the wars and America and all these things. But like the majority of the veterans, um, who've survived these wars have severe PTSD and like are traumatized by these fireworks. So it's kind of interesting that that's how we choose to celebrate them. And like the majority of them will not go to any of those parties. Some of them end up in the emergency room because they have, you know, a panic attack or some severe PTSD. Others know it's coming. So they like have to take extra doses of medicine and stay in that night so they can like sleep. And it's, um, I don't know. It's interesting that that's how we choose to, to, uh, commemorate and celebrate them. Yeah. Yeah. I know, like I said, um, I know that like once I got home and the sun started going down, that's all I heard for the next like couple hours. And I was trying to, cause I, I've never watched it, but Hamilton is now on Disney. I want to watch it so bad. And so I like got here and I just, I like press play. And I think it was like two minutes it was on. And I was like, I can't concentrate because it's like the fireworks are going off. I'm trying to watch this. It's a musical, right? So it's already la, you know, and I'm like, there's too much going on. I can't watch this. So I haven't, um, haven't been able to watch it. Cindy, you can come over and watch it with me if you want. I would love Not to. Today. Not today. But yeah. Yeah. I would eventually. love to. Yeah. Well, that's so funny. I heard the car in yours, in your speed <laughs> and then in mine. Yeah. That's funny. It is a loud street. That's for sure. It is like nice. all the things, all the things I really like about this place come with like negative, uh, thing, right? Like I really like that it's hardwood and it's not carpet, but like I can really hear upstairs and downstairs. And then like, I really like that there's all these windows and this natural light and that it's like, I can really hear the outside noise. So, mm. you know, I still take it over not having those things. Mm. Um, which by the way, today, first off, two things. One thing that I dislike is that nobody picks up their crap that's freaking flying outside. Cause what I've noticed is once the sun starts, um, uh, starts setting the, and the wind kind of picks up around here. And then if the trash is open, like stuff starts flying everywhere and nobody picks it up and puts it back in the trash. It drives me nuts. Yeah. Your cardboard and put it in the, not even your, like I was out there. I was honestly out there. Seriously, picking up cardboard and putting in the recycling bin because I was like, this shit's flying everywhere. Come on. Do you think it was mine? <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I feel mine like too. I stuck mine in a good, secure place. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, you, I mean, I don't think uh, you're not expecting the wind to come and all of a sudden it like, and it was happening with the trash too that's right outside of my door because, you know, it was so packed that the, the top is open 
And so when the wind comes, there was like one bag that was full of styrofoam that was mine. And so like, <laughs> next thing you know, the thing is like flat, it's in the middle of the parking lot. So like one more, one day I go and I put it back and then the next day it's like on the other end of the parking lot. And I'm like, oh my God, well, it's, well they come and get the trash already. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I feel like yeah. they need to like do away with that guest spot and they need to put the garbage back there next to the back recycling. There. Yeah. I would complain. I honestly, I would, I would email her about it if I were you because it's like, it's super unsightly, I think in general for the whole place, but like, it's right next to your door. Well, and now, I- now the, that they've actually, it's moved kind of like not right in my window. Cause when I first moved, I want to say it was like right here, my window. So I saw everybody who would come and put their, you know, and throw out their trash. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's actually a good idea. I didn't think about that. I would. Cause like, I just. I don't think it should be there. And like today when I threw away garbage, um, I had to like open the whole thing to do it. And it like, you know, leans up on your wall kind of thing. Like, mm. like when you open it. So like, I just imagine you sitting there watching TV and every time somebody comes, you can like, hear Oh, every time like, I hear somebody over here, I'm like, yeah. And so I try to look at the car that's parked outside to see the reflection to see if it's you or not. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, who is that? And so, uh, yeah. That's um, funny. anyways, the other thing I was going to say, so today I was driving and I happened to pass by your old apartment. Mm-hmm. Right. And somebody's moved in there. Really? I saw stuff like already on, in the window. Like, um, it looks like, you know, they, you know, when you first move in somewhere, you like bring boxes or whatever, but there was like stuff in front of the window. So I was like, I mean, he didn't stuff. change the carpet. You better have. Could he have done it that quickly? Yeah, I mean, they're, they only really need a day, really, to come in and change it out. But, like, they're going to, you need, they needed to paint it and stuff, no? Uh, not much. Not much. And then I had I cleaners know. come in, so it was, like, really, really clean. But, uh, but, like, they, they definitely needed to do new carpet. Because it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, a ladder that was against, like, they still haven't finished the uh, porch, right? They were fixed to that. There was that, and it wasn't like a ladder that was against the, the, from what I saw, against the window. It was like, it reminded me of like, um, you know, the thing you would have in the shower hanging from the, the, you know, to put your shampoo and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. it was like crap like that. That was in the, yeah, it was crap like that. And I was like, somebody moved in there already. But if if you think about it, you were out on the 30th. You could have had somebody there in a couple of days and then someone moved in on Monday or over the weekend. Interesting. I'll well, the same thing creep. happened here. The apartment downstairs from you. Remember, there mm-hmm. was, uh, there's somebody already living it. Someone in there. Well, I mean, we moved in like the day after too. Like the the lease was up. Like my guy was like handing the keys over the same day they were giving it to me. But downstairs, my, my, I think they had a couple days. Well, the girl that lived here, she was out. I think on the fifteenth, and then I remember our landlord being like, "Oh, I just need a week." Not even. She's like, I usually give it just a week to make sure everything's okay and clean, you know, cleaned out. Cause then, uh, but even when I got here, they were still painting the walls and stuff. So yeah. I'm wondering yeah. what that apartment looks like. The one downstairs beside you. Three bedroom, 1100 square feet, but I haven't seen it. No, you gotta be, become friends with them. Yeah. I met them today. Oh, you did? I'll tell, I'll tell you about it later. Okay. All right. Um, anyhow, uh, so I have sad news. My family, which I was excited about coming to visit, um, and they were supposed to come this Saturday. Uh, so like they, 
so my fa- my sister, my nephews, um, her husband, and my mom were all going to come out to Seattle to visit me. And because of COVID-19, they are not coming. Um, it turns out like the um, governor in Connecticut kind of just like implemented a 14-day quarantine if you're traveling back from Washington. So, um, yeah, they thought it was wiser, obviously, not to do, you know, not to do it. And they may come Labor Day weekend, which is like that first weekend in September. But I'm kind of bummed because I was like, look, so looking forward to them coming. And when I actually, it was funny because it's like one day I was watching the news, like early morning, and then I hear, you know, uh, governors in Connecticut, New York, and New Jersey, you know, implement um, that if you're traveling from Washington, Florida, and whatever, it was a couple other states. Uh, you have to do a 14 day quarantine. And I was like, are you kidding me? So I call my sister and I'm like, Sandra, did you hear about this? And she's like, no, is it new? And it had just happened. Like, I don't know, an hour before. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. and she like, so she was like, Oh, damn it. So like, I'm upset. I'm upset about that. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. So, um, we'll see. I'm hoping they can come Labor Day weekend now. It gives me a little bit more time to kind of like settle in um, yeah. and just like put everything where it's supposed to be. But yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm bummed. Yeah. That sucks. Yep. And the benefit yeah, of so- like, if they end up coming a little later is maybe everything kind of calms down a little bit. Maybe there's more to do. Like if they came uh-huh. now, like heaven forbid that we end up going down to some more lockdown scenario where they just start to close more places. Like it'd be really bummer to have them around. It's like, Oh, I guess we can go to parks and places, but I can't show you anything. Yeah, they were kind of already expecting like things not to be open all the way, you know, but um, you know, it's just really to come out and see where I live and like just see see Seattle, uh, um, but that's not happening. So, <laughs> it is what it is and we'll hopefully like I said, hopefully it'll happen Liberty weekend, but I don't know, I'm starting to get like this like, you know, like I, this bug kind of like I want to see my family. It's been a long time. <laughs> You know? Yeah. I feel the same way, especially with my niece. Yeah. Well, she's getting so big. You know? I know. And even my, my nephews too. Like the other day I'm talking to my sister and like one of my nephews walks in and I'm like, Sandra, is that, is that Jaden? She's like, yep. I go, his voice sounds different. She's like, yep. Somebody hit puberty. <laughs> and I was like, oh mm. my God. <laughs> so, they grow so fast. They do. They really do. Anyways. Um, so we all have Amazon Prime, am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have just started these Amazon Prime watch parties where it's like basically, um, I could be watching, you know, the same thing as Tom and, and you, Cindy, like, and we're all together kind of like this watching it on Amazon Prime. Yep. We should try that out. Absolutely. Can't yeah. you do that with anything? So if you start it at like, you can tell somebody, start it right now, but you might be a little bit off. But supposedly this system, like other things on the internet, are going to allow you to like actually like watch it together to where when that amazing, amazing moment happens, you can like tell your friend, oh my God, text them like, oh, did you see when they did that? And, oh my God, I did too. And like, yeah. So it has like a simultaneous viewing situation. Yes. I see. I yeah. See. And I think, I think it's something that you can invite up to a hundred people. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nuts? I'm yep. like, I don't know if I if I know if I know a hundred people that I really want to watch this with. Like, yeah, yeah no thanks. 
you see in yeah. the news that um, uh, obviously like drive-in theaters have gotten a little bit of a resurgence because obviously we can sit in our cars and not have to interact with anybody or whatever. And then uh, Walmart has thrown their name in the hat for that. So apparently they can, there's a picture of them pulling a semi-truck in and then the trailer folds open and oh. the screen folds up. So you can go to a local Walmart parking lot of an evening, park in the parking lot and watch a movie. And it'll broadcast over your radio like the newer movie theaters do. Um, for yeah. the dark drive-ins. Yeah, but they're, they're trying to institute that. All Walmart trying to make a big push for that to see if they can get it up and running. That's a smart idea for Walmart to do because they also have huge parking lots. Yes. Um, Walmart. All, all over well, the world, all over the country. Yeah. And it's like yeah. unused space. Yeah. It's but, smart, um, but I so don't locally, like locally, Canlis is doing it. So, um, Canlis in their parking lot. One day I was like driving by and I'm like, why is there a projector in their parking lot? And then like that evening I saw that they were showing, but they're old movies like back to the future. Uh, it was like a bunch of them. And I was actually had suggested that, um, to Bruno to, to, so we could do that on Friday on the July 3rd. And he like went on the page and they were sold out. Um, so mm-hmm. we didn't end up doing that, but Mary Moore park is now doing it too in Redmond. Cool. So, uh, I think they kick off on Wednesday. So like, but like I said, they're all like old, old movies. No, like obviously new releases, but I think that they should work it out where they can do a new release. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. You know, and then you drive your car in and like pack everybody in there and watch it. I I totally want to do like a drive in. I've never done that. Have you guys? A drive in theater? Yeah. You ever been to a drive in theater? No, I've never. Have you Cindy? Once or twice. I've never been to one. So I do find it interesting. You, you've never been to a drive-in theater? No, I've never been to one because growing up, I want to say, and I grew up in Hartford, Connecticut. I think there was one on the Burlington Turnpike, but it eventually closed before my parents let me do anything. Mm-hmm. So I never went to a drive-in theater. Yeah. Wow. And, and so like, I never had that experience. So I'd really like to go, even if it's an old movie, right. Or a movie I've watched before. Um, and like, and just like experience it. Cause I don't know what it's like. Oh yeah. Yeah. How about you, uh, Cindy? You ever been to a driving theater? Um, once or twice. Yeah. It's not like a thing in Miami, but I think when I was younger and we're visiting like my mom's hometown and Corning, New York and, um, I don't know. So maybe in North Carolina too. Yep. But they're pretty cool. I would definitely go to one. Um, I was wondering the one, the canless, like, do they also like serve you wine in your car? Uh, yeah, obviously they're, I don't know if they serve alcohol. In the car. I know that they sell food and be- beverages. Um, and that's extra from, cause the tickets were like 50 bucks. Um, and I'm not sure if like that's $50 for a car. And then like, you could have how many people you want in the car. Cause if that's the case, we're taking a bus. Right. Um, uh, but, uh, I know that the food and everything is, is extra. Yeah. So you can purchase that. And I think Washington State Fair, they're doing like, uh, drive up concerts, a whole country series for four or five days. Uh, I think it's like mid July. Um, so that, that's kind of cool too. Cause I've never been done that. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jeff is supposed to play on that event. I believe, uh, he's got a country oh, really? he's playing drums for this, doing the state fairgrounds for a country. Yeah. Event. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So wait. So Tom, did you grow up going to drive-ins? Oh my God, I did, and it was so amazing. Like as a young kid, going a couple times every summer, like three, four, five, you know, seven times a summer. 
And so I remember such things as um, they used to pay by the car. So you can put in people in the car as you want. Like a whole family was one price. Depending on where you went, other places were like, um, it was based on the people in the car. So there'd be times when my family or even when I got a little older, we would hide people in the trunk, underneath blankets, <laughs> because then you wouldn't get caught and you could just go in. So then you get, get through, we pay up, we drive in. Um, when I went very, very young, you would pull into a space between two poles and there would be little speaker boxes on those poles and you would pick the speaker box up and you would hang it on your window on the inside. Roll your window down a little bit so you can fit it on the inside. And that's how they played the sound of the movie. And so then you would watch the movie, hear the sound. As we got a little more, a little older, they started broadcasting it over the radio and they would say, Oh, if you're at screen number two, cause sometimes there are multiple screens, dial into radio station, blah, 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 AM station or some <laughs> weird station. And, uh, yeah. And then you can just listen to the movie. If you dial the wrong station, you'd be hearing the screen behind you and you don't want it that. So you have to like dial into yours. But oh man, like as a kid, we'd roll up, we'd all sit in the car. Or else my, my, like in Arizona, I lived in Colorado and Arizona, Arizona, my parents would pull up in the van and we'd bring, um, uh, like lawn chairs and a cooler and the kids would all uh-huh. sit in the stall next to us, the empty parking spot where we'd take it over or whatever, get our own little radio speaker or whatever. And then we put our cooler between us. We'd have a full of snacks and full of drinks and our blankets and we'd just like kick Hold back. Hold on a couple of questions. Yeah. Would you be able to buy food and beverages and all that stuff at the drive-in? Oh my God! So that is a whole nother good era thing. Okay. So in the in the center of the drive-in is the place where they broadcast the building where they broadcast all the video, but that's also the snack booth. And there was always like um, there was always two movies a night per screen, so you would go to see two different movies back to back. Which if they're an hour and a half long, you got you're spending three hours of an evening. You go there when the sun sets. You leave at like midnight or whatever. It was always, late. One was always late. Always more risque films in the evening. But in between the movies, everybody would go to the snack bar. And so talk about a social event. You're seeing all the cute girls. You're meeting all the cute boys. You're just buying your snacks and drinks or flirting or smoking weed out behind the building when we were a little older. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. Then you go back to your building. And so as a kid, I remember the, like, the whole cooler thing. My dad would always have the cooler in the, in the back of a car with his beers in it. So we could like crack a beer and like watch the movie or whatever, which is totally, you couldn't, I don't think you're supposed to do that now. Um, and as I, as I got older, when we would go in high school, there would be like people that would bring like their pickup trucks and back up so they could back up into the parking spot and then they could throw a, like a mattress or a blankets in the back and then like lay out underneath the stars and watch the movie. People would have kegs in the back of their car and so you'd be walking up and it's a, it's a huge party event. You like walk up and down the lane. You don't have to watch the movie. You just cruise and like find somebody who's partying and then you show up at their car and then you all like, you have a couple solo cups with a beer and smoke a couple joints and then like go to the next car and like wait 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 so here's my other question would they always be like new release movies or would they be old movies like what was just like a regular theater there were new release nights and there were some like retro nights and stuff where you can go Uh and see like classic like you know uh cool films or whatever but yeah we went and saw the new ones even especially growing up that was like um uh i remember backing my truck up with a girlfriend to watch shrek when it came out like the first shrek movie oh okay so wait do they still exist in colorado and stuff uh, I think they're the one I remember, I think closed down in my hometown, but with this okay. whole scenario, I think the few that are open are going up. And so I don't know if you guys know this, but we're only an hour and a half away from the nearest drive-in theater. It is, uh, over, if we take the ferry over, uh, through Edmonds Kingston, over past Port Gamble in the small town, there is a drive-in theater. My friend has a place out there that he goes to in the summer. I said, Hey, how's the drive-in theater work? And he's like, Oh my God, they're so swamped. It's such a cool event. Everybody's there. Everybody's doing stuff. So. Yeah, it's like yeah. So like, I feel like if I went to Canlis, for example, 
it just wouldn't be the real experience, yeah. right? So it's like I want to go to an old school drive-in theater that probably has closed, but yeah. now has since reopened and like see what the experience is like there. So yeah, um, yeah. so like I'm gonna put that on my my on my to do list yeah. during this pandemic because that would be yeah. Fun. Yeah, it's cool. I could have sworn I I drove by one when I went to Belfair this weekend mm-hmm. too. Like in that area, it looked like there was a big drive-through theater there. Probably, I did see a list somewhere. I was going to post it up online, and I completely forgot of like drive-in movie theaters. Um, Canlis was on there, but like I said, they're very limited. I think. I mean, that parking lot is not that big. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, and then, the, like I said, Marymore Park, and there—that's a big location too. I'm sure they could fit a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, cars too. So I mean, they're getting event and creative. They're getting creative with their ideas as far as movies and like you know to give some options for people you know to do something because like you know it's like well what are we gonna do? I don't know. What do you want to do? You know. So yeah. Yep. Even um, though it reminds the- me of the movie Grease too. There's yeah, a whole scene yeah, yeah. of the drive-in movie theater. Yes. Yeah. So I've totally seen it in the movies, like yeah. in Greece yeah. and like, you know, um, but I've never been to a drive in. Like I said, I think that there was one on Burlington Turnpike in Connecticut and it, it, it closed down because I remember driving by there and always been, oh, that's a drive in. Who goes to that anymore? Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, yeah. Tom's got the stories. Yeah. Cool. Tom's girlfriend yeah. in the back yeah. of the truck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, was, it was hard to have sex in the back of a pickup truck without like raising past the bed. But it's uh. it's something we all do when we're younger, and we just so, so Tom. Out. So Tom, how many like how many times do you think you've gone you've gone to a drive-in then? Like Man. two, three, or even... four, two or three or four times every summer for like most of my really? childhood. Yeah, I more counts than I can count. Both in Colorado and in Arizona, that was like a huge thing to Man. do. Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I love it. I love everything from what like, else. Go ahead. What else would you like to see um, like brought back? kind of like so okay drive-in movie theaters what else could be brought back um you know for the, anything come to mind yeah for like social distancing i don't know if that whole thing plays into this because obviously driving theaters are good uh, i did that as a lot as a kid you know if it wasn't for like this the distancing thing and stuff like that like i remember going to the mall was like the coolest freaking thing to go hang out hours and hours at the mall just like Dude, i still like going to the mall oh, i still man. like going shopping into the stores like yep. i'm still yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I would it. never. Here's the thing. I would never like my parents would never drop me off at the mall, and I would never go like hang out with my friends at the mall. If yeah. I went to the mall, it was to buy something, right? Yeah. Like it was like it was to go shopping or whatever. But no way. It's like we we'd ride our bikes to the mall and like park them out front, chain them up to like the post, and we just go in and spend hours and hours in there. Fuck around at the food court, like get the free samples any place that had them, browse through all the stores looking at stuff, and never buying. It was just. Yeah, it was just part of part of the routine. If you if you were, yeah. Yeah, had nothing better to do, I feel like kid. Uh, yeah, like teenage kids yeah. no longer right. do that. Yep. Yeah, like even before the whole pandemic, like they just they they started to they stopped doing that, and so um, yeah. yeah, that's funny. Yep. Cindy, so you would not. Do, would you do that? Would you hang with your friends? Yeah, yeah. I'm more likely to be hanging out at the mall if I was hanging out with my friends uh, than like going to shop like you oh yeah see i was like always shopping with my mom this is where i have this problem i always hate shopping i love shopping but that's where my problem comes this is why i have probably 200 pairs of shoes like Mm -hmm. every like when i start unpacking a box 
I noticed another pair of shoes. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, I can't even. I'm like, how many shoes do you have? You don't need all these shoes. But then, like, I have these great memories of them. I'm like, man, you wore this with this outfit. You can't throw these out. Man, these are so great. They're from French Connection. Don't throw them out, D. Come on. You don't have another pair of red shoes. You're going to need these. So then I get guilted. This is the conversation I have with myself. So I get guilted into keeping these shoes again. And I won't, I won't, I won't donate them because I'm like, no, you deserve this pair of shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah. I was, I was telling my sister and I were talking about this and I was like, you know, the one thing I inherited from my parents, my dad's temper and my mom's shopping habit. And my, my sister was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You're probably just as bad as her. I was like, I don't think I'm as bad as her because I don't have two closets. I'm starting to make a second closet. Um, but like my mom goes shopping all the time and it's like, Oh, but the shirt was only $8. I'm like, mom, you have 10 shirts that looks, that look exactly like this. And she's like, but it was $8. And that's what I do. I'll be like, yeah, but I'll wear it. And it was only five dollars, you know, like, ah. Yeah, when they, uh, when my grandmother passed away many years ago, the upstairs room in our house, they had to clean out. And there were so much, like, things that she bought on sale. Oh, I would see it. Oh, it's got to be a good value. I'm going to get one. Oh, I'm not going to get one. I'm going to get three because if I put them in my spare room, if I ever have a birthday or a present I have to give, I'll just go up there and grab something really easy. We found boxes and boxes of, um, uh, uh, like holiday cards or like gift card or not gift cards, but like, what do they call them? Like thank you card, like, I don't know what, mm-hmm. like birthday cards, stuff like that. And you could go up there. She had them all organized. You can just be like, oh, it's anniversary. And you would just like dig and there'd be a whole section of anniversary cards. You can just like pull one out and you know, she had bought them on discount. So we didn't have to buy them now. And it was so, yeah. so crazy. She wouldn't do clothes though. Right. Or was she just more like, I think it was clothes too. That was kind of in her, in her like closet section and stuff. I didn't, as a kid, it was just, I remember there being a bunch of clothes in there, a lot of clothes. Yeah. I didn't know much about it. We always used to play in the upstairs area where the other stuff was. And yeah, there was always some wacky gift thing that she had bought too many of because she figured, Oh, I'll just be able to give them as presents. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. I try not to do that. Like I'll have one or two cards, maybe birthday cards, just in case as like a, Oh, you know, Oh, I forgot to get a card. Oh wait, I have some here. Um, but I try not to like, well, when Christmas comes and then like they put everything at 50% off for like, you know, um, Christmas bags and like gift bags and like, um, wrapping paper i end up kind of buying that and then like in this move i was like oh my you have so (laughs) much crap throw it out and so i threw out a bunch but i kept a bunch of bags because i was like i just bought it last year i'm not throwing them up (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah so anyhow um finally i wanted to finish off with your thoughts about kanye west running for president (laughs) yeah the distraction Uh, it's all a big distraction and Uh, People are going to vote for him, and I mean, hopefully just as many people who would vote for Trump uh-huh. are voting for him as the people who, like, could give us a Democratic vote or voting yeah. for him. Hopefully it's, like, equally that way, but it's, like, it's stupid, and uh, hopefully it doesn't help uh, Trump win again. Yeah, but it's a late start he's getting, yes. right? Because he, like, so there's only four months in. And I hear that he's got, he does have a new album coming out soon. So like, is this just the ploy just to kind of get his name out there? Um, so that his album does well. So he's got a TV show dropping soon. 
uh, a yeah. reality TV show. So it's all a package deal. It's just to make sure that everybody's mm-hmm. focused on him when he gets to do this. I feel like there's yeah. no way he's going to survive and like he's going to drop out, you know, plenty of time because even some people have been commenting now, like down to earth, like real people. It's like, besides how crazy you are and how crazy this is, like you cannot take the power away from us to get him, get to get Trump out of office. Like you getting any votes, even if it's 10 votes is all you get. Those are 10 votes that should have gone against Trump being like taken out of office. So, don't right. mess this up. You have you have to play the game as everybody else is playing. It's a shitty game, but yeah. yeah. So he's definitely going to play the role as far as he can, get the things right. out that he needs to with publicity, and then and then. Bam. Well, and hopefully the people are smart enough because he is all for Trump yeah. and like make America great again and all that. And so like it would be really silly if somebody wanted a more of a liberal like leader and then voted for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he running? What party is he running for? Yeah, so I, I don't know. I didn't see that either. Like I was, um, like I was reading the store, and I was like, "Well, what party is he running yeah. for?" That's what um, I mean. It's, which it's, is why everybody thinks it's it's fake. Like it's yeah. uh you know, it's a publicity stunt. There's nobody behind him. There's no movement. There's no money. There's no ad campaign. Like you haven't seen the ads, like Kanye 2020. Like you don't see any of that. He just announced it on yeah. Twitter, and then he makes a little yeah. bit of fanfare and stuff. So come on, it's it's completely right, just a and he gets people thing. talking about it, and it's like, sure. oh, guess what? I'm dropping an album next week, like yep. you know, yeah. or whenever he's dropping an album. So I think it's kind of it is funny, but like, and I saw, I was his, like, really, dude. And I saw his like number one song on the hit Spotify or whatever. It got up to like it started at number five or whatever, and it's been slowly going downhill since. I like the song; oh, it's it? kind of cool, but it's it's not like cool enough to be on the top top ranker. Mm. I haven't heard it. It's stupid and it's selfish. Yep. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, well, we're, we're still here, and I'm still hoping that we can record together before the end of the year. <laughs> I want to put that out there before the end of the year that we could all record uh, like we used to <laughs> under the same roof. But for now, I, you know, we keep on zooming it, so it works. Um, so thanks, Tom, for always putting it together for us. So mm-hmm. you make it happen. Thanks, you make Tom. the magic happen. <laughs> Tech Tom. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. All right. Woo-hoo. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to the Deanna Cruz Unfiltered Podcast. Bye. 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 Hey, thanks for listening to Deanna Cruz Unfiltered. Don't forget to leave a review or a five-star rating. Every review helps more people discover the show. And you can find my social media links right above. Follow me. Just at Deanna Cruz.